The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, Infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! This is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart. Never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. Riddle now up to the top rope. Jimmy gets involved. Oh my goodness. Riddle came down hard. Tag made Jimmy legal. The official was over dealing with Jay. Jimmy took advantage. Double super kick. Cover to retain the gold, and Shinsuke Nakamura barely, barely saving the match. Berto was going to hit the floating bro, and Jimmy turned it around. Now Shinsuke handling business on the outside. Sending Jay into the steel steps. Nakamura here right in front of the announce table. Come on, Shin. Getting up, Jay. Oh, ducks underneath, and the knee. Like that, not one bit for Shinsuke's knee, but that's what Jey Uso and Jimmy Uso do. Nakamura knee first into the steps, and now double team by the Uso to the knee again. Nakamura screaming in pain. That's what the Usos will do and have done during this historic ring. Nakamura's hurt. Oh, oh, oh. 
flourishing in the moment. Meanwhile, medical personnel out. Personnel out here with a uh, with Nakamura. Riddle, who has promised vengeance here tonight. Not only because of what the Usos did to Randy Orton, but now what they did to Riddle's partner, Shinsuke Nakamura. And Riddle now taking the fight to the Tag Team Champions. Riddle fed up with the Usos. Malarkey. Riddle clearing the ring. Nakamura no longer out here. Is Riddle going to do this alone? That was the same move a couple weeks ago. That left Riddle aching. Yeah, decimated. Oh. Now mocking Randy Orton. Jey Uso mocking the legendary Randy Orton. Right in front of Riddle's face. Randy's meant so much to Riddle in his career. And now Riddle upset. There's that knee strike. Riddle, though, quick to the cat, meets him up top. Meanwhile, oh, no! Oh, my God! Super RKO! But he's at the legal man! Jay made the tag! Jay with a splash! Jay down the cover on Riddle! The Usos retain the title! trouble you can always count on your boy Big D. Love that man. You guys know Big D always goes in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Family show, Drew. You're gonna take it too far, man. We walked the line. You're gonna take it too far. Yeah, it's a lot of edging around here, you know? Now, now, Drew. We need a hard segue. We're in a tough spot. But speaking of hard, that shirt goes hard. So can you explain it to the people, actually? I thought it was pretty obvious. You get down in your knee. Hey, 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 go, 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 hey, hey, get the gift. Get the gift. Let's, let's get the gift. He's taking it too far, bro. He's taking it too far. What's the problem? Hey, man, hey, we got you a gift, bro. You got me a gift? Yeah, we got you a gift. It's in the you box. You didn't have to do that. We didn't have to, but we did. You're going to like it. A little nervous. My birthday's on Monday. I'm kind of nervous. Oh, happy birthday. Come on, Big D. Open the box. Happy early birthday. Absolutely. Here you go. Hold this for a second. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sword, sword. Box is open. Yeah, get that. Happy birthday! Oh, nice. Happy birthday! Oh, it's a good one, Drew. All of us do. I think that's a kilt, right? In a box? In a box. In the New Day colors. No, it's a kilt in no, the box. It's a Friday night. I'm sorry to Fight interrupt up. this incredibly sad love fest, but everybody knows your victory last week was as tainted as every single Ohio State Championship. Whoa. You Whoa. know it's true. You know it's was going to rear his big ugly head and become their tag team partner. So 
We have no time to prepare for Fight Night. We have no time to game plan for Fight Night. But we all know, lads, that if we go Fight Night one more time, we would kick your bleeding, stinking asses all over this kip. They're not happy about <laughs> being described as a kip. Settle down, children. Now I'm not one to complain, Drew. Oh, punches Watch. Watch. Here comes the Butch. Butch is rushing the ring. And not with the kip talk, Butch says. Butch going right after the new day in McIntyre. And how did that work out for Butch? Still rattled from the shock When they leave it in the box It's enough to call a medically up Stop watch, get a lock when I rock Let them all just hop the block <laughs> Better save your name Put your kitties on out the snake And bad as code for stranger things Man, stealing some fame But they never call the cops Ex-presidential with a blast Strange bird, never had my own flock Miami where the bassers drop And the red lights blink But you just don't stop Gotta get that quack Gotta raise them clocks She popped that top And the cat is lazy Well, this rap pack is quite flavored Sammy Davis in a manger Drinking again is killing the faith in her Singing and slinging into her labia Kick drums humming slaving ya Split crumbs up where bacon ya See this one's cut your steak in a Sick mix up of unstabler times Feeling the vibe right. Ripping the steering wheel of this car that I drive They, they wanna, wanna see our demise They got the greenest of vibes Ignoring warnings from foes like car alarms in a night
welcome to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk. I'm your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host is one of the most evilest cats I've ever known, actually. He's evil dose. He's Dr. Jeff Dimmon. Welcome back to the Smack Talk. Boy, have we been everywhere lately, Jeff. We just finished doing the carnage. We're now right on to Smack Talk. How, how are you, my friend? And how are you feeling? It is pretty late for you. Listen, I, I just realized that I forgot on Carnage to to make my point to wrestle cringe. I, I don't know if it makes any sense to carry it forward on here. On this oh, show. yes, you can. It is the smack talk, so go ahead, Jeff. Tell them how you oh. feel, man. So listen, first of all, we know that like a day ago, Brian Pillman's mother. Oh, damn it. I wanted to mention that too on Carnage, and I forgot to fucking mention it. Damn, you're right. And I wanted to get your opinion. Because I see you, I see you all over the IWC, you're generating a lot of heat, Mr. Evil Dose, because, and you know what, I just want to say before you continue, I totally agree with you, just quietly. Any normal person would, I mean, rest in peace, I'm sorry she's deceased, obviously she had a very troubled life, and, you know, and she died tragically early. Brian Pillman posted a picture of her as if it was a like the cover for Hard Bodies 2 in 1983. It was basically a pinup wow. picture of his mother, like with her shirt all the way undone, pushing up her boobs. Showing a bit of a bit of tit, you know what I mean? Right here, you know what I'm saying? I, I am a I'm a middle-aged man. I have been to a lot of funerals. I have been to a lot of funerals in a lot of different houses of worship and no houses of worship. I've been to funerals for old people and young people and in between. I have been to funerals for people of different faiths and different religions and different ethnicities and different cultures. I have seen a lot of pictures. I've seen ones that are celebratory. I've seen ones that are solemn. I've seen ones that are everywhere in between that are honorary for military or police or fire fighters. What I have never seen is a booby shot, but a pinup girl shot put by a son. And I just thought that that was a weird choice of photo. And all I posted was, so we all just not going to talk about, or are we all just going to pretend that the picture that Brian and Pillman uh, picked in memoriam of his deceased mother isn't weird? Okay. You know, I basic and wrestle cringe to that. Guess what, Wrestle Cringe? It is a weird poster picture to pick. That there's plenty of normal pictures of that woman out there where she looks perfectly lovely and appropriate. Not like it's going to be for a soft core, hard rated R movie that I would have seen in 1984. <laughs> she definitely looks like one of those 1984 porn stars back in the day. I'm not going to lie, but in saying that, rest in peace to. Melanie Pillman, not There's Messini, something not I'm right say. with that boy. There's something uh, not right with that boy. Especially the way he treated his mum when uh, she came over to, you know, say hello, I guess. And uh, instead of letting her inside like a good son would do, he sends her on the way home. And that was the last time he's seen her. I hope you feel like a cunt, actually, Brian, because you should. I'm just saying. And it's a little disturbing that you'd show your old lady like that, dude. I'm yes. That's all I'm saying. It's a weird picture to pick. Yeah, it is kind of weird, man. I'm not going to lie. I I was going to say something, Jeff, at the time, right? But I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay out of this one because... Of course, because because everyone's chicken shit except for me. I got it. I understand. No, because it's just going to turn into a shit fest. And, uh, you know, there's people that agree. There's people that disagree. PWC. 
We, we're on the Hami Media Group. We're not supposed to be afraid. We're on the PW Hustle. We're unafraid. Right, but you know what, Jeff, man, believe me when I tell you this, I have so given up when it comes to arguing these petty arguments online because all he it does is drive me nuts. Pussies walk quickly. <laughs> Wait, hold, hold the phone there, Jeff. Pussies well, walk quickly. We don't want no hashtags on that one. Sorry? Are you going to tell me that quickly doesn't start with a C? Is that is that what's going on here? Well, technically, it starts with a Q. So, I mean, you nearly had me. You nearly had me. But see, I'm trying to find the picture of um, because I downloaded it and I wanted to show everyone what picture you were actually talking about. And this picture looks good because it's got Brian Peelman sort of looking at his mum, if you know what I mean. But uh, for whatever reason, I can't see it. Listen, it's less comfortable than than Tony Khan hugging Martha Hart for six and a half hours. Mommy, don't yeah. let go. Please, mommy, don't let go. Oh, it's so good to be loved. It's so nice to be loved. No wonder my family loves me. Oh, no, no. Or on TV. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, okay. No, a little bit more, mommy. Oh. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. Oh, man, that picture, though, bro. Oh, here we go. I, I found it. Look, yeah, even, his lips it's are quick. I'm going to put it up. It is pretty. Well, Listen, it is it fabulous. She looked good. It doesn't make her any more or less dead, people. It just doesn't. No, I know. That's it, man. I mean, heck, if MJF can call him Metheny, for Christ's sake, what are we doing? Nothing. Nothing. Let's be honest. He did this, Brian Pilm. We're just pointing out that it's a weird photo. And here it is. Oh, well, I'm actually uploading it. I have to wait now to, for it. Oh, here we go. Now, folks, tell me if you th- if you think that's weird, and look at the look on his face. Seriously, I you mean, know, even, forget even if his face wasn't there, it's a weird fucking photo to to post on Twitter to the entire world about your deceased mother. That's the picture he picked. Like, like maybe if he was like had a bunch of pictures and said in her day she was something, and that. But this is the in memoriam picture that he posted. This is the first one. Like if right. there was like, and- a montage and this was in it. It's still a little weird, but okay. Hey, mom was hot. Mom was a milf. It's okay. But as the hey, I would have thrown it in, Jeff. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I, what's that? I would have thrown it in in no time. Come on, Jeff. You know what? You would have had a chance at the time if if, if you were around. <laughs> Maybe I needed some. Actually, I better not fucking say shit. I don't want to say shit. I don't want to like shit. Yeah, on edit me. that out. Don't worry. We're not live. Oh shit. We are live, actually. Oh yeah, shit. true. We're not live, not at all. <laughs> uh, but look, man, we're just fucking around. I mean, it's, it's like I said, a, if AEW can say this shit, it's a weird first picture and maybe only picture to post publicly. I mean, listen, if you did like a montage of her life and this was in in a montage of twenty four pictures and this was like the twentieth, okay, I, I could I. I wouldn't have said a word. I, I honest to God, I wouldn't have. I still, it still would have been weird, but it, I wouldn't have said a word. This, this is just not the picture you pick of your deceased mother to, you know, let the world know that she passed. It's it just, it's just not what a normal person does. I am, I'm sorry to be the one to say that reality that five minutes ago the whole world could say without recrimination. I mean, shit, bro, you're right. I mean, especially compared to what she really looks. I mean, do you really blame him for putting that up in a way? I mean, yes, I do. Listen, I've seen <laughs> other photos of her where she looks perfectly lovely in the normal clothes, dare say, in a normal pose, dare say, yeah, something no, appropriate no, for right, a funeral. Right. 
<laughs> memorial service, public. Touche, Jeff. Touche. <laughs> I mean, look, man, fuck, we're shitting on her, bro. I mean, let's be we're honest. Not now we're shitting on her. <laughs> we're shitting on. No, we're not. No, we're not. Look, R.I.P. to Melanie Pillman. I like photos as much as the the next person, but I'm pretty sure that when Mandy Rose dies, her son isn't going to put up her Instagram feed. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, I mean, that is weird. I mean, maybe he fantasizes her. I mean, you know, dream matches are the thing in AEW. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe he does. I don't know. And I think the maybe just turned into probably. Whatever it is, it's fucking weird. It's just Boing. a weird choice. It's a weird yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's a weird choice. Just quietly, even if my mother looked like that, right, even right now, I'd be. that would be the last things I would be showing the world, those type of, of pics, just saying. But that's just me, you know what I mean? You put her in church clothes. Absolutely. I mean, that's just me. I mean, mean, I'm normal, right? I mean, that's a normal thing to do, correct? More than Brian Pellman? I guess so. I mean, yeah. I mean, that is weird. I'm not going to lie. Before Twitter, like six years ago or whatever, this kind of thing, everyone go, yeah, you're right. This is weird. Now you have to defend yourself for pointing out the obvious, for pointing out common sense. Because I know, I saw the wrestle cringe who will never ever show his face and cowers away and still defends an alleged pedo in Toro Yano who had to take down his account what? because people were too hard on him. Toro Yano? Toro Yano account, the, one of the biggest troll bully cyber accounts. Oh, a complete okay. cyber I bully. The that real was one. His, Right. His whole account. No, no. It's it's called Torio and account. It's a, it's not the rest. Yeah, so account. who is this guy? And he's got a podcast as well, or and he never shows his face. Or what's going never, on here? No, no, he had a picture of Toriano. Anyway, he was a cyber bully, and his big thing was was getting all of his followers to ratio whoever he didn't like. He, he was basically a cyber bully, and you know, but he wasn't always as right as he thought he was, um, or as clever. And whatever heat he got, apparently he couldn't take it, and he deactivated his account. He's been off of Twitter for I don't know a month or so now well oh, wham, cringe, wham, you know, wham. i am not afraid of you wrestle cringe you don't impress me and half the takes that you think are cringy are perfectly fine takes some of them are cringy you, you don't get everything wrong i'm not going to say that but that was a weird picture and and i know you think you're a hero but you're a zero. Oh, nice so uh is he suggesting that it's actually very normal to have pictures like that of your mother well, that would be the inference if he's calling my tweet uh, a cringy tweet because it was just three sentences of common sense. Wow. I mean, whatever. I mean, so, yeah. if your mother looks like that, Mr. Yanu Bot, whatever you the fuck you are, please don't your be sister, afraid to show aunt, us. Your cousin, your girlfriend, your wife, you know, whatever, all of the above, anyone, if you pick that as their memorial picture, you're weird too. <laughs> Yeah, he's right, actually, folks. I'm, I'm just saying, whatever. I mean, especially, I don't know. He's a weird cat. Now I can never look at Brian Pillman Jr. the same way ever again. Not just for being weird by posting overly sexual sort of pics of your own mother, especially after she passed away, but also the fact that your own mother came knocking on your fucking door and you told her to get fucked pretty much because she turned up unannounced which is fucking pretty harsh man i mean 
Yeah. I, their family history is something that I know almost nothing about. All, all well, I know is what they showed on Dark Side of the Ring, and I don't believe. And we know that their research is shoddy. Um, so I don't know anything about it. I, I'm not saying he was right to do it. I'm not saying he was wrong to do it. All I'm saying is that picture was weird. Yes, we never stop. Facebook user, never. Absolutely never. Uh, and we Facebook will keep some after discussing SmackDown. Absolutely, we never stop. We never, never, stop. never, never. It's 24 hours, PWC, uh, Humming Media Group, channelattitude.com, you name it, we're there. Luther Vandross, it's never too much. <clears throat> Never, absolutely never too much. We will let's always be giving you. Go. Let's fucking go. Absolutely. Don't make me play that TK video once again because that was fucking gold. Seriously. Jimmy pays I loved us it. all in Adderall. <laughs> oh, no. Shit. Adderall. Might as start hitting Adderall. Fuck. He's, I mean, look at me. I'm ready to fall asleep. <laughs> well, we need to hit up TK for that good shit, uh, apparently, Jeff, because uh, you know what yeah, I mean? He's got it. the. <laughs> we can't afford his cocktail. Maybe we should start oh. a Patreon. <laughs> I think we should. I mean, heck, the amount of content that we actually push out, I, I think I'm leaning towards it very soon. But wow. then again, we kind of we kind of do have a Patreon if you want to call it that. Because if you want to get exclusive content over at Vince Russo's channelattitude.com, you can for five dollar hand slaps. That's all it costs. A five dollar hand slap from the Ayatollah himself. Face yes. slap from the hand. From our hand. From the hand of an Ayatollah, Jeff. Not any yeah. hand. Well, not but the, 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 the hand. grand Ayatollah. The, the grand don't, Ayatollah don't himself. Allah called out upon you. Allah Akbar. All right. Mm -hmm. God is great, but Bin is great. So I'm just saying, Bin Hamin. Yalla. Anyway, Jeff. Let's actually I just want to say congratulations once again for becoming official. An official part of the HMG family, La Familia, as Don Tony would say, because you finally <laughs> made it, man. You finally made it, but you're here, man. But anyway, it, yeah. let's get I'm into part of La Familia. I'm, I'm a two dollar Patreon of the, the uh, DT uh, Legacy KC channel. Is there even anything? I was too, but not anymore. Not lately, because you know I, I listen to enough Kevin Castle. Mind you, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, KC! From all of us here at the PWC, I did wish him a happy birthday. He did respond. Well, he gave me a love heart, which is which is nice, Jeff, because he only gave love hearts to family members and close friends. So I guess I'm one of the boys now, Jeff. Wow, I'm a little jealous. I didn't get a love hug, but to be <laughs> frank, I don't really need a love hug. So that's, that's okay. Well, Maybe he did give me a love hug. I'm not sure. I sent him a little Facebook, and I've been part. I mean, the thing is, is that. Mish from Wrestling Soup wished him a happy birthday on Monday. His birthday was right. Yeah. His brother John wished him a happy birthday uh, yesterday, which was Thursday. So no one quite knows his birthday. And and Kevin made it very clear he wasn't exactly sure if he knew what his birthday was, but he was pretty sure it was Friday. But he was starting to doubt himself well, after everyone. So it was sort of like the week of Kevin. Not that he doesn't deserve a week. Um, and I bet but, you it was set up beautifully, just like MJF and fucking TK, right? Yeah, Kevin's birthday is a work. He's he's actually twenty four, not fifty four. I'm just happy 24. there's somebody. I'm just happy that there's someone in our podcast universe that's older than me. Is he? Is he older than you? Is he? I, I I'm five three. I turn I turn fifty four in November, so he's five months older than me. Oh, there you go. There's an interesting stat. The only difference is I think, uh, and I'm sorry to say this, Kev, but you know, let's be honest. I'll probably be the same way. But he's in denial, man. I think he's in denial being at the age. 
that he is. And he hates it, dude. You could tell he hasn't embraced it one bit. He, does, Sorry? he never hides his age. What are you talking about? No, he doesn't hide his age, but I think he reminisces a lot about the past, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, the good old younger days, as we all do in some ways, I guess. All right, shut up, 39-year-old. You know, wait, wait until nothing ah, you works know, your you know. I know, dude, trust me. I am absolutely dreading the day I hit 40, man. Oh, it's depressing thinking about it. Anyway, Kevin, speaking of depressing. And who you gave a love hug to. You should go down to Australia <laughs> with, with, with your crew and kick his Aussie ass. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, Jeff? We, we both know that fucking as much as Kev supports us, apparently, he ain't going to listen to this show. And he's been on this show on numerous occasions, at least three, four times. But, you know, I'm sure he won't listen anyway. Oh, why are we spending so much time? Fuck that guy. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Come on, dude. But anyway, speaking of going, let's get into SmackDown. And this week's Friday Night SmackDown was once again all about the Tag Team Championship. The Usos, Riddle, Shinsuke Nakamura, Orton, and Sami Zayn. Actually, wait a minute. Is this even the right recap? It is the right recap. So why is it also about Randy Orton, Sami Zayn, and Roman Reigns too? I suppose, but he wasn't even at the show though. So I I don't get it, Jeff. I mean... I don't, man. I don't know, man. But I mean, yes, the tag team issue was part of it. There was a recap, maybe that where they showed where the Usos took out Randy Orton with the assistance of Roman Reigns. So that's probably what's turning you around. And then how Sami Zayn has been ever more insinuating himself into the bloodline. Uh, first, almost as a you know, almost like a joke, as an un- unwanted tag along. But as this show progresses. It, it, it seems that maybe he's made some inroads, but I don't want to get too far ahead. But yeah, well, the, we'll the, get to that actually, Jeff, which is pretty yeah. funny because we got a, a honorary us. It seems a good old brother by the name of Sami Zayn. But um, really, this show is all about Riddle in many ways and the Usos. But um, anyway, so for whatever reason, WWE decided to go ahead and do Nakamura and Riddle versus the Usos. Sorry. You were frozen for a second, but yeah, not, yeah Nakamura and oh, Riddle was have I? formed oh. an alliance because the Usos in storyline have injured both of their partners, um, and so they they both want revenge. Yeah, it's so childish, but, man. In, but but in the past ways. is prologue. It's not about titles. Yeah. It's, about, it's about vengeance. Matt Riddle keeps saying vengeance, not revenge. I, I, I mean, do they still have the Vengeance Day pay-per-view? I mean... I, oh I yeah, no, I think that's long gone, dude. Isn't that what Night of Champions turned into? I mean, uh, Vengeance turned into Night of Champions or whatever. I, I don't know what anything turned into, but I'm pretty sure it was long gone. I wonder if they're bringing that back. Long gone. Why else? Would, I mean, they didn't make WrestleMania no. Vengeance. That's what they can call it. That's pretty original, right, Jeff? I I feel like every time I watch a WWE television show, that somebody's getting vengeance out on me. <laughs> I reckon I reckon they should just put WrestleMania in front of every pay-per-view move, moving forward from now on. Why not? <laughs> well, premium live events, you mean? Oh, sorry. My, my bad. Premium live events. They that's should right. absolutely do it for the Saudi shows, that's for sure. <laughs> WrestleMania Arabia. Crown you jewel. know what I mean? Crown Jewel. WrestleMania Crown Jewel. <laughs> or WrestleMania Blood Money. You know? WrestleMania Yala. What? Oh. <laughs> actually should be yeah actually it, it should be maybe the other way around because it's like come on wrestlemania 
That's basically what it translates to. Everything has <laughs> to be WrestleMania first. Allah, instead of Allah Wakba, it's Allah WrestleMania. Okay. <laughs> WrestleMania is great, Jeff. Come on. When in that's Rome, what you do as it. the Romans. When in Saud, do as the Meccans would do. Absolutely. If Instead of praying to Mecca, you're praying to WrestleMania with WWE. That's all I'm saying. Amongst right. the bubble. Just you've quietly. Got the, you've got the cube of, of Mecca. You've got the mm. sacred squared circle. Just ask. Gunther. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't think that far ahead, but that's a great point. There you go. There you go. See, we weren't actually trolling. There's some truth to it. Anyway, let's spell. move. Sorry. Ab- I, I, I should no, give no, it no, the respect it deserves by, by using his name. Respect my authority, as Carmen <laughs> would say. Anyway, the new day opened up this week's show introducing Mr. Big Dick himself, Drew McIntyre, who went ahead and announced he'll be wrestling Roman Reigns for the WWE Undisputed Universal Galactic Eternal fucking Galaxian Championship at the Clash of the Castle. But that's a long way off. And in the meantime, they've got some comedy to do, Jeff. He called himself the Big D, and there was an attempt at crude sexual humor. Xavier Woods and Kofi. Too far. Oh, oh, way, way too far. I mean, seriously. I mean, Big D. Duh. For you people thinking of dicks, they're talking about Drew, for Christ's sake, not dicks. He said, you know, the Big D goes hard. And they say, Big D does go hard. Yeah. I mean, but Xavier. Big D can take you a long way. What we know about Xavier Woods slash Austin Creed is he knows where to draw the lines. He knows where the appropriate boundaries are. And he knows where to find the hole. He also, just quietly. Yes, he knows what's on the other side of the appropriate line as well. <laughs> anyway, enough of our crude sexual jokes there, Jeff. And uh, we move back to the humor of Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston interrupting. Wouldn't you know it? We have to settle for the big D. And you know what that implies, right, Jeff? We all want the big D. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going back to Dallas? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe indeed. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's it from it. Meanwhile, the brawling bodies, or whatever the hell they're called, interrupted, Brutes. and I mentioned... The brawling oh, yes, that's brutes. right, brutes. Whatever the fuck they are, Jeff. Seriously, I... Well, that, that, was, that was Kofi's reaction as well. Who? That's what well, they call them. Well, yeah. Ooh, ooh. At this point, they could be called the 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 budgling budgie smugglers and i couldn't care less but um no, anyway they into cabin crew yeah whatever i don't know why you got a, a a little guy named butch when he could have easily been to some female butch just saying little pete little petey little pete little petey absolutely little petey done they, they absolutely done. cannot do a female named butch and you know exactly why they couldn't i wonder why well Anyway, Sheamus and Ridge Holland were yapping on and on about fight night. Butch was behind them, <laughs> ferociously pacing until he lost patience and just solo rushed the three dudes in the ring. As one-dimensional as his character is, it's arguably one of the best things on this show right now, don't you think, Jeff? Sure. I'm serious. I'm actually being serious. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I, okay. It. I mean, as far as characters go, it's a character. It's consistent. It's easy to understand. Um, it is cartoonish, but not in like the way last week was. I mean, if they're not careful, it's going to go get very old very soon because it's already getting a little old. Well, um, it's rinse and, and repeat every week now, Jeff. Let's be honest. 
Well, that's the problem with WWE, and that's been their problem for four years now. Everything is rinse and repeat until they get to the next one, and then it's rinse and repeat for another seven months, and sometimes that's not done, as we find out later in the show with two other people. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, but the butching is working. Crowds chant for butch. I mean, that doesn't mean it's over with me, but, yeah, it's a character. It's it's, it's sort of funny and sort of entertaining, but, you know, if they didn't have such a goddamn thin roster, you could see him with other pairings, and you could see him really teat teen off on some people that aren't as important as the King or, or Kofi Kingston. So, I mean, they, they deprive themselves of entertaining segments because they insist on giving us the same pairings with the same dance partners for basically eight to 12 weeks in a row. Easily, easily. Since uh, pretty much even when Biggie broke his neck, this shit was still happening at that and time. Is, yes. Well, yeah, it was, it was Rich Holland. This is right at the beginning of it. And this is Nick Khan's fault. Uh, you know, and it's, it's Nick. It's Vince, well, it's, it's Vince McMahon's fault for buying into it. But Nick, Nick Connor said, this is a TV show. It's not a football team. We don't need a team. We need a cast. And they have a cast. And it's the same freaking people every week. Literally the same people every fucking week. I mean, you can say at least there's some sort of consistency. But at this point, and just like me and Sexy Time Kevin Panetta usually say, we don't mind seeing the same dick getting sucked. We just want a variety of dick sucking. You know what I'm saying? Not the same dicks week in, week out. And I'm looking at you, Big D. But anyway, we this all leads to a six-man tag where Butch pinned Woods because, again, he's better than all these guys. I mean, in many ways, there's some truth to that. And I was kind of surprised that he actually got the pin, Jeff. I wasn't because the, cause the good guys won last week, so the bad guys have to win this week. And, you know, so it has to be – you know, they can't be complete comedy characters. They have to win sometimes. And so it's fine. I mean, the New Day are borderline comedy characters also. They're also less. And, and Drew is acting like a character. Can we talk about his shirt? Kneel to the steel. I mean, in 2022, I, I should you it. ever I have a shirt that says kneel on it? Well, yes, that's that's very true, especially in the United States, if you know what especially, I mean. Especially anywhere. I mean... The, I mean, the whole right, world is, but, is celebrating the jubilee of a monarchy. For God's sake, how tone deaf is is the world? Well, not me, Jeff. Fuck the monarchy. But um, that's my opinion. And yes, I did say that as an Australian. That's of Greek heritage. But anyway, yeah, he gives a fuck. Um, but I do like the shirt in in some ways. Maybe he's referring to women kneeling down to his big D. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm, the, ever since he got this sword. He's gotten stupider. Well, I mean, when he gets paired up with the, all these clowns, I mean, listen, you know, I know that, that Vince happens. likes toys to sell to kids at the concession stands, and a sword, a, a <laughs> plastic sword like He Man, is a, is a perfectly easy thing to sell. Still stupid. Anyway, the new day gave him a present, a pair of boxer shorts that said "Big oh. D." On them. God damn! I wonder what that implied. Big Drew, right? Not not the other thing, not the other D, right? I'm still right? I'm sticking with Alice. <laughs> well, anyway, speaking of fucking beats and repeat, listen, consistency well, we, and stale are close cousins. Well, guess what? Actually, Jeff, looking up and down the card now, come to think about it, all everything here, pretty much ninety percent of it, is exactly the same as the week before, because we get Max Dupree. Did I do it right this time, Jeff? Dupree. Oh, oh, damn it. The well, he will. Okay. Well, he will reveal the first member of the group next week, Jeff, which I'll only enjoy if only because it means less discomfort 
at watching him talk so closely to Adam Pierce, and that was making me cringe, actually, Jeff. Well, apparently they're doing it on purpose because he he made some comments that say you know it's uncomfortable or you know or space or whatever, and then he reminded Adam Pierce that he did not make the cut, and Adam Pierce said thank you for reminding me. So okay, next week we're going to find out who it is. Um, you know, conventional wisdom is that he's already been working with Mace, who he accidentally called Face, which actually is actually yeah. sort of funny in this case. And the rumor mill is saying that, that Cesaro might be returning to WWE. And he'd make a great no. male model because they tried that before to make him a fashionista. It would be really weird uh, if, fashionista. He the, yeah, if he has the same like sort of high fashion European model kind of thing that that, uh, that Giovanni Vinci, uh, Vinci on NXT is <laughs> doing. And Fabian Eichner basically is like a shorter yeah, version of, of Cesaro. He's the guy actually to, to you know parade all that. You know, like we say down here in Australia, the poofy type of clothing that the fancy Europeans kind of wear, if you know what I'm saying, Jeff. Sure. Uh, well, <laughs> I, listen, listen. when I wasn't a fat guy or as fat a guy, I I wore the Armani, I wore the Canali, I wore the Xenia, I wore the Brioni, uh, you know. Uh-huh. What about the Vulgari? Come on, Jeff. Um well, I Bulgaria. I like the sense, but I, I like the, the 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 brooch, the tight necklace for women. I like I like the jewelry, but uh, no, I, know, the, I clothing, men's clothing, no. But no, Burberry, you, you know, you you name it. Uh, you you know, you're a very Burberry guy movies. for sure. Yeah. What about Mar- Balenciaga? Prada. I got Prada, nice Prada. The glasses, top notch, bro. Prada it's number top- one. Cartier, I have a pair of Cartier sunglasses. Cartier, They're hey. awesome. Remember Dolce and Gabbana? Does anyone wear that anymore? Sure. <laughs> I used to love Diesel, dude, back in the day. I used to love their shoes, especially. But I'm more of an Armani guy, personally. Especially uh, their their Corio. fragrance, Aqua Di Gio. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, well, my my fragrance. I'm a Burberry Brit style. I'm, I love Varvados. I met John Varvados, by the way. Um, ah. But Canali, Max Dupree of you. <laughs> it's funny. I helped him. I helped him move a chair. I was in Las Vegas at the <laughs> Barbados, and they were doing a they were doing a shoot there for his new line. So he was there, and they were <laughs> moving the set around. I, I, and like he's like, I can get this suit, and I can have it tailored for you by nine o'clock tomorrow morning. I'm like, oh, oh my god, John Barbados is actually tailored a suit for me by <laughs> nine o'clock tomorrow, morning. and I didn't buy it. Instead, I, I bought a Dior purse for my ex wife. Well, she wasn't my ex wife. Dior right now is very in with the fucking kids, actually, Jeff. And when Dior, I say the Dior kids, I'm talking about your 20 years. Dior has always been in. And, and, and of course, a big shout out to Gucci. And Chanel. Listen, and I, Chanel. Absolutely, Chanel. Absolutely. I just, I just what got about Jimmy? I got Jimmy, a Jimmy Choo purse for There you go. Hour. There you go. Ralph Lauren. For her birthday. Oh, nice. Ooh. Very bourgeois. Yeah, we're, we're, we're bougie here. We're bougie when we can be. Very bougie. This should be called the Friday Night Bougie with yeah. Jeff. So this is what I get for myself. This is my bougie. <laughs> that's very bougie. I mean, that's that's not any brand. That's the Fiendier, like Cartier, but it's Fiendier or something like that, right, Jeff? WWE Shop Zone. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking help you out of you, dude. Come it, on, It's man. probably made out of real Uyghur skin. <laughs> absolutely oh man well that's enough of the colognes and the upper echelon of brands <laughs> you know what i mean let's get back, back to smackdown from last week <laughs> oh we could i mean that was a good little discussion actually i, I will stick with max do pre have i said it right yet 
Yes, I, I thought last week's show was go. spectacular. I thought it was going to be a disaster. I listened back to it. It was hysterical. I mean, the Wiggles stuff. I mean, I, I'm that was so funny. I must admit, it was that actually is pretty funny. And uh, and I forgot I should have queued up the damn Wiggles song. But last week was definitely for the Wiggles. This week, I mean, what song would <laughs> actually "Don't Tear My Heart" by Billy Ray Cyrus? Maybe so, but th th this week was not as childish as last week. I mean, last week actually That's true. That's true. It felt like it was for 10-year-olds. This, this, was, this was more like a normal SmackDown. Last week was exceptionally dopey. Yeah, that's true. Although, what, what annoys me about WWE and their stupid shenanigans and their childish shenanigans, shall I say, mm -hmm. it's just how corny, how cheesy, how childish. Like, I can picture Vince, especially with the shanky bullshit, right him dancing like a weirdo like seriously if i was jinder i would have fucking slapped him by now too i mean come the on man his job like, by doing that the guy saved well, his and job. he got him the win he got him the win it's true yeah absolutely you're right but still this fucking dumb i can so picture it's either bruce pritchard or vince mcmahon that came up with this bullshit 100 but but and speaking of jinder we do get jinder mahal beating humberto in a singles match that had much more to do with skyscraping shanky dancing and having a time with the ring announcer i think i heard some faint go shanky go chance this thing might be getting over folks but maybe it with is. the kiddos that's about it well shanky has new gear he, he actually has an outfit yeah. now he's no longer in a, in a blank tank top and like black cargo pants he's he's got he's got like pajamas he's got like shanky pajamas yeah. so like aladdin pants and a, a little s on oh. it like a mini superman well, that's Shankadelic, baby. That's what he's no, he's <laughs> no Sangha, but he's got... And, and, and listen, Samantha Irvin was getting into it. She was like, she's like, yeah. Yeah, but did you ricochet see the who? look on her face originally? She's like, ricochet who? That's a oh, big God. dig. Dallas. He's got the big fingers. Yeah, Dallas, that's right. Yeah. I was giving a thumbs up, if you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Well, yeah. thumbs down. Thumbs I don't know. Sideways. Thumbs up. <laughs> who knows what he did with that thumb? Uh, uh, <laughs> just whatever you do folks never smell his fingers just saying but um anyway um that that really lost me but did you see her face when he first started sort of looking at her she was oh, like eh, she, get the she, fuck away from me no she was digging she's oh, like yeah. what's, what's up with this oh the big guy can move yeah i yeah. wonder why they call him shanky right i mean hmm. right. he's got a shank down there down shanky, where down here shanky, <laughs> shanky and skanky how's that yeah, I hope you're not wearing boxes under that Aladdin's outfit, big fella. <laughs> oh, yuck. Oh, I know of that, that crap. Aladdin is Babylonian and he's Indian. I know it's different things. I know. you got to say, you got to correct fucking shit these days, Jeff. Otherwise, yes, people will Aladdin think. Aladdin, they're baggy. I don't know what how else to call them. Potato sacks? You might be called, you might be labeled as a racist now, Jeff, for saying that. Just saying. Okay. I, I want to have sex with Pillman's <laughs> mother, too. Is that, does that make it better? Back, back in the day, no, no, not so much. Uh, you know the methany. Whoops, I mean, not not as a not not necrol. <laughs> oh, oh no, I mean, we're going to hell. First, I mean, come we're on. going to hell, Jeff. <laughs> Fuck, hell. we're definitely going to hell. Yeah. Anyway, hell's, nothing. hell's my hell's where my vacation home is. <laughs> Uh, shout outs to the devil himself. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's move on from shanky and devilly shit and move on to Natalia, who won a six pack challenge to become the new top contender 
for the SmackDown Women's Championship. The match is more of a showcase for Rodriguez, though, Jeff, than Natty. But the latter is as solid as a veteran who can be plugged in as a viable challenger when needed, who will make the champion look good. There's nothing to get terribly excited about here, though, Jeff, unfortunately. Not the veteran. Yeah. I think you meant veteran, not not, not vegan. I did say, no, I said veteran. I said said veteran, veteran, sorry. I said veteran. A veteran. That's that. That's that's how you know we sort of pronounce it. You can't say uh, veteran, but like whatever. whatever. Tomato, beer tomato. Beer. Beer, beer, beer. Fosters, Fosters, Fosters. You know we hate Fosters. Actually, we don't even drink that shit here. What about banana Foster? Excuse me, banana Foster. What's that? Oh, it's delicious. It's banana with with caramelized brown sugar, rum. Oh, plum, that sounds good. with vanilla ice cream. Oh my god, it's delicious. Oh, that does sound good, actually. I mean, is it serves? Is the banana warm? <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 they do it right, right table side. They, they do it right for you. Well, you did say it was caramelized. Out. You said caramelized, actually. So yeah, it would be. But um, yeah, uh, too much fast. banana references, actually, Jeff. Let's move away. What's but speaking of bananas, you, you know, who speaking sings of bananas, bananas, the Wiggles. Ugh, boy, well, look at fucking Natalia. She looked like a fucking banana in the ring tonight. I'm, I'm just saying. And whatever she's wearing, she's got to stop, dude. Um. I have a little confess. I didn't really hate this match, and I knew it was going to be Natalia. It was a good match, dude. It actually was. You know what? I dare say it wasn't the match of the night because clearly the main event probably, you know, had that fucking mantle. But it was close. It was definitely in the top two. I'm not going to lie. I actually enjoyed this match. (laughs) Well, yeah, but really, really, I actually did enjoy this match. I'm not going to lie. I thought I was going to hate it, but I actually was actually watching it. I actually didn't mind it. I mean, I wanted to see more of Zia Lee, but you're right. It was it was Raquel Rodriguez's story, and 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 she was the story. They had a little side thing with the, Aaliyah being locked in the room, getting herself unlocked. Oh, so she's get her off. But I, I, you know, they gave Zia Lee a short time to showcase herself, and I wanted to see more. Which, if I thought they did that on purpose, I'd be like, it worked. But I know they didn't do it on purpose. They only just gave her 15 seconds to, to do offense. And they may well forget about her for the next three the three weeks to three months. But I really Guaranteed. like I, I really her. Um, but, yeah, Raquel looked good. Zaya looked good. Of course, Natty's going to win. And she's going to be when you when you don't know what else to do, just put Natty in there. She's like the Dolph Ziggler of the Miz. It, or Corbin, just stick, stick them in. If you need a heel, that, 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 that's what you do. And, and we're supposed to believe that she can win because she's the winningest and she's holding the most titles and she's the veteran and she's the locker room leader, blah, blah, blah. There's no chance in hell that she's going to beat um, uh, uh, Ronda Rousey. The only thing I can hope is that because you know, Shayna is sort of her partner that maybe Shayna tries to take her out or whatever and Shayna you know, gets the next spot. Not because I think Shayna is going to win either, but I think that Shayna and Ronda is a good story and because I've been predicting it for six weeks now, so I want it to come true. Oh, yeah. But I just want to say, Natalia, stop with the Botox already because your face is just looking whack. And whatever you're wearing, I'm just saying you're a bit on the thick side. You know what I mean? I'm a thick guy myself. You know, you wouldn't catch me wearing my, you know, yellow basically naked with my big D sort of hanging out because all I could see was a box. <laughs> I'm just luckily, saying. Luckily for me, I've trained myself not to look anywhere. I, I Like where Natalia is, I just see, I see like the silhouette of vacant. Oh, 
I see volcanoes, bro. But anyway, <laughs> that's no, another I, story. I just can't see it. Right? I just can't look at it. Anyway. I mean, it's not. It's like Natalia looks like if they made a ridiculous Madame Toussaint wax statue of Natalia. She doesn't look like a human anymore. She looks like a like if someone she made doesn't. a sex doll Natalia, like an like an artificial yeah. sex doll version. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All I know is I can just picture TJ Kid sort of um, getting lost up in that fucking thick ass of hers, bro. I don't but know, man. He literally gets swallowed. Is TVMA or uh, <laughs> adult supervision is recommended. There's- well, since WWE want to talk fucking that big D, I mean, <laughs> we're talking not only that big D, but the big boxes too. So, I mean, it is a smack talk. It is Friday night. It is uncensored. Maybe well, we should call it Ohio. the Maybe it was Dayton. Maybe. Maybe. No, they were in Columbus. They were at the uh, OS. They in Ohio. They were in Ohio, right. They were, uh, they were at Ohio State. Well, guess what, actually, Jeff? We get a new and I think improved Mad Cat Moss. He has a new look yeah. and dropped the funny act, which is weird. But all yeah. I could notice, Jeff, was that he holds the microphone like Triple H used to. Am I tripping? Um, I don't know. I, I didn't notice that. So I, I can't tell you whether you're tripping or not. But yeah, well, I you mean, know how he rests it on his chin? You know what I mean? Sort of thing where, you know how he kind of does that? Like, do you know what I mean? That's how Triple I H kind of. I don't, I don't remember Triple H ever using a microphone. I just thought his voice normally boomed because he was a guy. In the game, man. His voice yeah. is like Zeus, and you could hear it everywhere. It's just oh, automatically. The gods were screaming, Jeff, for Madcap Because uh, he reached apotheosis and was deified. He's um, at the top of the Parthenon of gods, Jeff. But I just want to say one thing before you continue. So we have MMA Moss now. Is that what he's going for? Because he looked very generic tonight, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he did look very generic. But if you're going to go generic, I mean, he had the all black shoes, the all the the black oh, trunks. Oh, I mean, where does that look familiar? Yeah, it was it was very simple though. But I I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, after being pilmonized on the neck, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't come what back. Nick, to bro? Me too. Right after after coming, you shouldn't come back this soon after something like that. You sort of ruined no. the whole game, Nick. Um, I agree. I mean, I, that aside, I mean, yeah, it was a simple look, but it, it was so what how he looked was so absurd before that that this simple was good. Whether or not after two or three weeks you, you don't want to see more, but I'm more interested in seeing him develop a character. Now he's just sort of like your mad baby face, I'm gonna kick your teeth in. I mean, he, he didn't really show a lot of personality, which maybe he's okay, maybe he's nah. still trying to figure it out. To work in progress, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, look, I don't mind Moss. I think they think that he's a potential future star in the company. And you know what? He does have potential, dude. I think they can build something out of him. Whether they do, you know, it, that remains to be seen. But um, someone needs to tell Moss, though. He, someone really needs to tell him to stop breathing into the mic, though, Jeff. Well, he's not used to talking or accepting that's too bad. The first thing he needs to do to be helped is not be around Baron Corbin. And of course, because it's not just hell in a cell, it's hell outside of the cell too. (laughs) Corbin versus Moss will have hopefully the final payoff in hell in a cell. But but because Mm -hmm. they're doing this to me, I feel like it's hell outside the cell now. Because if you're going to add one more cell, I know it's It's hell hell in in a a cell outside of the cell though. Right. That, see, that's the point I'm trying to make. Um, right. So stupid. I hate these gimmick pay-per-view names. I'm sorry, premium events. My bad. 
I don't care about the names. I just, I just hate this match. I mean, the the last oh, pay per view premium live event hell. should have been the end. It's just, it's yeah, I agree. Dumb. It's, it's just true. Dumb. It is dumb, but that's WWE. You know, I could hardly listen to what he was saying though because of all those short breaths were reverberating through the arena, fellow Jeff, and even through my TV. He got his match with Happy Corbin and lost because he couldn't contain his anger. They'll have a rematch at Hell in the Cell, but not in the cell, if you get my drift, like I was just saying. Right, it's so, so weird yeah. that the, the, the Corbin's like, you're not getting a match tonight that Adam Pearce says, yeah, you're going to get a match tonight. Then as soon as he goes crazy, like 72 officials run and say, no, no, the match is over. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. I couldn't care less. I guess Matt Cup Moss will get his win. You know what, Jeff? We will do a predictions since it is Hell in the Cell this coming Sunday. What about in but, your house? We have two oh, premium yeah, live events this, this week. All right, fine. Let's do it. We'll do it. Do I have right. to watch it? Are we reviewing that one? Are we going to do in your house? It's been a while for me with NXT. Uh, you're the boss of the PWC, apparently. It's just tough, man. NXT is so fucking shit right now. I, it, to me, it's the worst thing okay. on television okay. in many I'm ways. Make my bro. first executive decision. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'll let this. So we're going to do it. I'll, I'll leave you with the decision, Jeff. The answer so is we're yes. doing it. Oh, boy. Better be good, Jeff, or else. It won't be. <laughs> Thanks. Well, we will cover it. You heard it here good. first. In your house, Absolutely. Won't be It'll be average at best. It'll be good in our house, though, Jeff. Absolutely. Right. While yeah. we're recording yeah. the show. In our house will be good. In our That's what we'll call the show. In our house. Absolutely. From Listen, one end just, of the. If nothing Sorry. else, we'll just show more inappropriate pictures of deceased wrestlers' family members. Oh, in memoriam. How dare you? In memoriam, no. naked pictures of Nancy Benoit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, oh, I thought you were meaning more like this, though, Jeff. Yes, well, that that as well. Yeah, that, 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 you've got the idea. We're going we're gonna to go even worse. <laughs> but not this. <laughs> not that I love that fucking TK picture. That is the best. I can't get over yeah, it. All of it's perfect. Mm. Vince's Absolutely. grotesque face. <laughs> Excuse me. Jesus. Literally, Jesus. I mean, please take away my sins because Another tonight has been very sinful. <laughs> anyway, um, excuse me, Jesus. Um, anyway, we move on to the main event between uh Nakamura and Riddle, who apparently is not like you know, Riddle's not like Boogs, according to Nakamura. And clearly, I guess Riddle can see after all that fucking weed. Because clearly he can tell that Shinsuke is not Randy Orton, right, Jeff? I think. He can see clearly now, now. his brain is gone. <laughs> That's a good one. Thanks. Because he's so fried, he can smoke all night long. Anyway. <laughs> all night long. All night. All night long. <laughs> Don't make me play the song. Because I will. Anyway, enough of us singing. Better than the Wiggles. Sing pretty bad. Actually, Better it's than the, actually, it's not there. Uh, when you wiggle in the jiggle and it tastes so tastes Listen, so good. Have you heard that song? The Wiggles <laughs> absolutely have a song called "Dance Party." Really? You know uh -huh. too much about the Wiggles, and I'm from Australia, man. Come I on! I told now. you, I've seen I know, them in concert I know, three I know. times. One of those times they were on. Lucky ice. you! <laughs> that must have been a fucking hey, sight. Hey, Seriously, I had the original. Yellow shirt, okay. Not, uh, not, not, really? not the, not the, not the imposter, yeah. I had the original. You could 
easily pass for a wiggle, man. I could see, and you would fucking do it with joy. Yeah, absolutely. Captain <laughs> Feather Sword fell asleep do me a on fight. his pirate ship. <laughs> then he woke up on a farm. Oh my goodness me! <laughs> with roosters, fuck. He's a fan, folks. And ducks, quack. Oh quack, boy, quack, quack, quack. Tell me. <laughs> How the fuck did these cunts make fucking millions doing this shit? Seriously, think about that. How did we not come up with something equally stupid to do the same? I know, man. From four on, kids are just as stupid as they always have been. So they'll really we're just as stupid, right? From from like four down, once at four, then they start getting devices and whatever. Then then they grow out of things. But if you can get to them before they're four years old, anything. You never know what's going to... It can be Hip Hop Harry. It can be Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. It can be Dragon oh, Tales. Jeez, that sounds bad. You want to well, you're little, right, man. You want to know my, my fun fact about Dragon Tales? Dragon Tales, Please. the song and the show Please. was written by... And Wesley me, Jeff. Yor. Wesley oh. Yor was Wesley from Land of the Lost. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We're getting a lesson here, folks, from Mr. Jeff Lippman, mm-hmm. a wiggle expert, mind you. I and mean, Land of the Lost and Dragon House. And Land Listen, of the Lost and Dragon House. Emmy and Max found a dragon scale, and that's what started Dragon Tales. Around the room, the dragons flew, but Emmy and Max knew what to do. <laughs> oh, fuck. You didn't just do that. Man, that was. Uh, they climbed on the backs of the dragon friends. Now the adventures never end. I'm going to fucking die. What a show. Seriously. <laughs> Not only do we get well, Dragon House. Are we going to talk the about Eagles. how Shinsuke Nakamura actually injured his knee in this match? The ref put out an X. So now Boogs, Orton, and Nakamura are all injured. Wait, is this legit, though? Because I missed that. I must have walked off for a second. The ref Might, maybe taking a piss. I thought it was a work. I thought it was part of the story, but the ref Oh, wait a minute. They did take him away, didn't they? And then it was a two-on-one for the rest of the match. And mind you, it was actually better with that two-on-one situation. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it actually got more sucks. exciting. He's awkward and weird, but um, but yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, the, as I understand it, and this, and nothing's changed, is that the X is never used as part of a, of a work. X always means a real injury. No, you're right. I I didn't see the X, so I missed that part. I do remember seeing him walking off Nakamura, and he did seem hurt. I mean, it seems like a hurtful week. Friday night seemed like a curse, man. Well, for the whatever Usos reason. are like the curse. They're, they're, they're like they're like a, a tag team version of Nia Jax. They're just killing everyone. Boogs, <laughs> Orton, now Nakamura. I mean, Riddle better watch his ass. He's he's you know what? He should take the approach of Sami Zayn and try to become their friend. Everyone should turn heel. Everyone turn heel. Like, Yo, Ooze, I'm a I'm an honorary Ooze dude. Everyone sure, join the Bullet Club. They just let Ace Austin join. Who the fuck is Ace Austin? Nah. Oh, man. When I saw that, the fact that people were excited about that, I was like, yuck. I watched New Japan Strong today, and the members of the Bullet Club were uh, Ishimori, who I used to like, Bone Soldier. I liked him. He's in, great. In, He's in, a great in, wrestler, dude. Him, Taiji Ishimori, who's a midget. He's like slightly bigger than than Leo Rush, who, by the way, was on the opposing team. Uh, slightly bigger. David, David Finley, I think. I'm not sure if it was Finley or Chase Owens, because honestly, I can't tell the difference between them, but I think it was Finley. I think it was Chase Owens. It was Chase Owens, I think, who you were referring to. And Hikaleo. And they suck. And they sucked because Hikaleo sucks. He's so bad. And you know I love my Giants. And, like, 
they're, they're in a competitive match and they do things like they'll put people in the thing in, in a move where it's four one. And instead of like doing a act, they'll just scratch a check or they'll do like nipple twisters. Oh, and I, yeah, get it. Yeah. I get it. They're the bullies, but you do it when you're winning, not when you're in a competitive match and losing. I mean, you gotta like the NWO didn't dance and do hijinks what in yes, the middle of an 11 yes, minute yes. match. They did it when it was okay. six of them against two Don't guys. You remember? And Hogan would play the air guitar. Yes, when they were kicking <laughs> people's asses, not not after a thirteen, not in the middle of a thirteen-minute competitive match. Now, I mean, it's it's now I know why AEW is so shit because they think New Japan is good because this is shit. It's all comedy wrestling. Um, anyway, so I, I think we're a little bit off topic. Yeah, Nakamura looks to be legit hurt, but you're right, the match was good. Uh, sort of a clever ending. Um, yeah, it was. I, I agree. I, I liked the, the finish, as a matter of fact, man. And it was kind of edge of your seat sort of uh, finish, too. I mean, it was good. I mean, it was a great matchup for what it was. Yeah. You can tell me what the ending is, Mr. Play-by-Play? Oh, well, I might as well. So let me go back to my All notes. right. I'll tell him so you have to go to your handy written materials. All right. Yeah. So it, I, I, it looks I like we fucked. Despite it being a two-on-one, Riddle is actually getting the better of the Usos for the most part. He's fighting them off. Looks like he's even he's even in a position where he's going to win. He knocked one of the Usos uh, onto the, off the apron onto the floor, and he's foiled one of the so other fresh. other Usos' attempts uh, from the top rope. And it looks like he's going to be in a position of power. He's on the top rope. Looks like he's going to do a super a superplex or something. And all of a sudden, Roman Reigns' his music plays. Oh, distracts yeah. Riddle. Sammy he turns James. around. Uh, the Uso on the ground makes a hot tag. Riddle doesn't see it. They, they start on the ground. Team. <laughs> and, and there you go. So I think Jey Uso uh, puts a finisher and a pinning move on Riddle. One, two, three. Turns out... The Uso Roman, splash, wasn't it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, you know, and, sure uh, and the, they win. That's the important thing. Riddle's all upset about it. He's looking all fired up. And it turns out that Sami Zayn was in the control truck and had the guy play the, the, the music. And then Riddle runs over to attack them and he's starting to hit Sami Zayn. And the Usos, who I thought were first just going to leave him to get beat up, no, they had his back. They they they, they came back. They, they first gently put their belts back down, but they came back. They, they, so it was, uh, you know, it, it ended with. The three of them trying to beat up uh, Riddle and and the security and the refs breaking them, but the Usos actually had Sami Zayn's back. It's so last true. week, it's what weird. I thought was going to happen didn't happen. Miss, remember Sami Zayn last week? You know they sort of said, "Yeah, we," you know they made him an honorary member without asking Roman's approval, and then you know and then they did something else without Roman's approval as well um, in, in the card. But apparently that's not the story. I thought that was going to be the story that Roman's going to come back angry that it, that he did. So maybe it still is. But the Usos, uh, they, they, Sammy seems to have won them over a little bit. Yeah, it seems like it. But like you just said, I don't think uh, Roman Reigns will be too happy about it because it almost feels like they're trying. To, I don't want to say take control, but you know, trying to make their own decisions for the family. And I can just see Roman Reigns once he's back. Where is Roman Reigns actually? So you're yes. saying that they're like the Ghostbusters trying, trying to take control, but he's like Bobby Brown, and he's going to keep them from taking control. Yeah, I mean, Bobby Brown, yeah. More like Bobby Brown and Ja Rule. In, in, in Ghostbusters 2. 
Yeah, take control. Yeah. That's, that was the song. Um, oh, yeah, that's Roman? true by Bobby Brown. Right. Right. R- Roman, Roman. Yeah, there, there's reasons for things I say. They, they're not always that easy to, to, to grasp because not everyone lives. Well, I wasn't thinking of the song at the time, but then that, when you mentioned it, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. You're right. Yeah. Um, Roman said he was going to take some time off, and he's taken some time off. Just, and I guess. I, guess I thought Columbus, that was just Ohio, from live events, though. Well, well, I guess it includes. I mean, he's going to do some of the premium live events. He's taking some of them off, like Hell in a Cell. Um, and so he's, he's not even appearing on the pay per view either. Oh, sorry, premium event. Right. Um, and he's going to be on some televised shows, but not all. Uh, it's very much a part time. So th- this is the start of that. Um, so I don't know. He can come back with this. I mean, I don't know why Heyman isn't there also. I guess he's serving the tribal chief, but maybe he should be taking care of. What is allegedly Maybe he's the serving the tribal chief, if you know what I mean. You and the big dick and bananas. I swear. <laughs> well, this show started it. With, with the wrestle cringe moment, and it keeps getting cringier. <laughs> well, As that's WWE's fault and Pillman Jr.'s fault for fucking being cringe. At a, at a certain point, you have to take responsibility for your own actions. Okay, okay fine. <laughs> you prick. Anyway, Jeffrey. Okay. Um, um, yeah, what's the but Greek, before what's the Greek version of Jeffrey, sex god, wish Achilles. You wish. Achilles? Oh yeah. No, no, please, <laughs> Jeffrey. That's a good. I. That's actually um, a great question. I'm not Thanks. sure what the Greek version of. I don't think there's many Greek Jeffs to be honest with you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever met a Greek Jeff. I don't believe. I mean, I think somewhere but, um, along the line, it's Godfrey. Ger- you know, German. I, yeah, I don't know what maybe. Godfrey would be in, in Greek if, I mean, not all names translate. I mean, so. Well, yeah, that's true too. It'd probably be G- Giafros or something like that. Oh, I like that. Giafros. Something along those lines. Yeah, something. I, I'm probably I wrong. Feel, you know what? Already. You're Put tempting me to actually look at that. Giafros. All right, all right. I'm just going to have a word with her. <laughs> I am Giafros. Fuck. We're going to hell. We're going to hell. Yeah. I told you. I, I told you. <laughs> there that we was go. Where my vacation home is. Hello, I am Gio. Hello, baby. Come touch it. <laughs> well, speaking of hell, how about Boy, we do? Mind your manners. Get out of the room. It is our <laughs> Get out of the room now, boys. <laughs> Not this. I want to take my belt off. <laughs> oh boy, we're getting very um. Yeah. <laughs> But speaking of hell and going to hell, how about we actually do go to hell and do a hell in the cell prediction? That was a good segue. Actually... Nice. Very good segue. See what I did there, Jeff? Yeah. But before we do go there, I just I'm just getting the graphics of the Hell in the Cell card so our viewers can actually see what we're talking about, if you know what I'm saying. Well, if they watch Smackdown, and... they saw it 72 times. Well, yeah. So if they watch um, Smack Talk, they'll see it for another seventy-two times, and um, I'm sure to give it to them. Not in that way. Fucking hell! All uh-huh, the sexualized, yeah. All the sexualized fucking comments. See, even when I don't even mean it. Big D is Demetrios, and he goes hard. <laughs> I am the big with D. The banana. <laughs> yeah, you, you wait till you see what I do with bananas. Bethany Beach. Oh, <laughs> Bethany Beach. We're really going to hell. We're oh, really going to man. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, seriously. We've yeah. absolutely crushed the poor woman and she's dead. Like, like seriously. It, it, it is not our fault. 
Well, apparently she does have a dark humor. So, I mean, just saying. The boy put up a picture that was completely mashable. That's true. He did ask for it. That photo was made to be mashed, too. (laughs) That's a 1980s back-off photo. Yeah, I agree. No, you're spot on, dude. I mean, that's on him, man. I mean, if you're going to show your mother like that, especially as, as the son, you've got issues, man. I mean, come See, on. This is the consequence of Julia Hart turning because there's nobody to teach him any better. Because Griff Garrison certainly doesn't know any better. Well, where is Griff? I mean, he's gone now. He's just, where is Probably he? Probably non-renewed. <laughs> I actually think he's not as bad as you like as people might sort of think he's. I've never said I think he's, he's bad. I don't think he's like bad. He's, he does remind me of a throwback to the sort of 80s wrestler, if you know what I mean. Eh, I mean, yeah. I mean, but if just you're a poor, like, a poor version though. Like, like the a Tracy jobber from back then. Mother's type. Sure. Even worse than that, probably worse. Yeah, but no, I, I mean, I've never once said he's bad. He's he, he's not. I mean. I would prefer he be in Jungle Boy's spot than Jungle Boy. I mean, one of the funniest things in the early days of AEW is someone said, who's this, Jungle Man? <laughs> Jungle Man. Oh, boy. Well, uh, it, we we are getting Natalia versus um, Ronda Rousey in just a normal singles match, right? Is that is that the deal? We are, and I'm going to predict Ronda Rousey so that we don't belabor this. Obviously, no, because I'm looking. That's, I think, the only graphic that... Um, I'm Maybe missing. we should just do the predictions and not worry about the graphic. Well, I've well, if I've got a map there, I might as well use them. And let's start. Take I'm not going to go in any. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm trying to. Um, I'm not going to go in any particular order. I'm just going to start with what everybody has come to see, and that is Brian Pillman's <laughs> old lady. <laughs> oh, look at that! Can you believe it? Now, anyway, no, no, for real. Let's get into Hell in the Cell. And that is you're thinking of Ring of Honor's card Death Before Dishonor. <laughs> Maybe I am. Actually, that used to be a very good pay-per-view back in the day at one point. But um we get Mr. Cody Rhodes himself versus the laughing man, Seth freaking Rollins. Surely, surely Rollins should get the win, but you know what? I'm going with Cody once again, dude, to Cody get the, the fucking trick. sweep. Story, Absolutely the story with the Cody, he's, he's going to continue to, to turn Raw into dynamite, including their viewership no. numbers. Well, that's a good thing, possibly. I mean, uh, how, how is taking a 2 million viewer a week show into a 900,000 a week show a good thing? <laughs> um, you got a point. You do have a point. Because but- Raw, Raw did 1.49 this week. Wow. And that's Cody, well, right? I mean, the man of Raw. Playing- well, I, I mean, the Cody time has been steadily in the one sixes, then the one fives, now the one fours. Everyone say Memorial. No, Memorial Day ended. Everyone was home by Memorial Day night. And think about this, Jeff. People used to bag fucking um, aces and zero point eights. Remember that? I sure do. And and look what we got in AEW. I mean, they're pretty much zero point eights. And uh, Cody, Listen, I mean, I, I thought that AEW had a chance of of getting very close to raw this week and they didn't even break a million and they had, they lost close to what a hundred thousand viewers after MJF's promo went off the air. I will to be fair and you're right, but I don't think it's MJF's fault or the fact that people didn't want to see MJF. No, it's after he went off the air. 
Right, but it's also the fact that um, they really didn't advertise it enough, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? No, his his they, segment was the highest viewed segment to the end. If you look at the minute by minute, I know if you just so look I at the quarters, it. it looks like a drop. But the minute by minute, he maintained it. It's when when it faded to black after his promo that the drop dropped, and they never they never fully recovered. There were some ebbs and flows, but. The big drop was right after the commercial during, you know, after his segment. It was only three minutes of that quarter. So what was the, what, what was he averaging during his segment at the time? What was the, was what like, was the peak? It was like 980s. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that's still not good enough. No, though, in my opinion. It's, it's still not. Either way, it's surprising, which I mean, I guess argues both ways. Okay. People tuned in for MJF and then they tuned out. Uh, but MJF's been there for three years, so even if he does leave, what difference does it really make? You just gave me an idea, man. Instead of AEW All Out, it should be AEW Tuned Out. I mean, tell me that wouldn't sell fucking pay-per-views. <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> sell pay-per-views, but it'd be funny as shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good I mean, parody. like the fucking... South Park version of, of uh, AEW. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the, why that Maybe means. all the non-renewed people can do it. Maybe Joey Janela oh. can form his own... Uh, tuned out oh, <laughs> oh boy imagine or, that or, or none in something like that <laughs> and then tuned out in. as the follow-up and the, it could be him marco stunt yeah. and the, uh oh. you know all, all of the other misfit toys that's disgusting well let's well we both agree that cody's getting the win right jeff yeah yeah cody's winning all right let's move on to the happy match of the evening where it's not in the cell, just quietly, just putting it out there. It's outside of the cell. And that is between Madcap Moss or MMA Madcap Moss, generic Moss, whatever you want to call him, versus not-so-happy Corbin. Um, I actually think Corbin will win this. Oh, God, no. Moss has to win. If he if he doesn't win, I, I may help Chris move and sell his house and take time off. Huh. Maybe. I mean, don't be surprised. Do not – trust me – do not will, be surprised if he does get the win. I will never be surprised if WWE does something to punish me. Yeah, but you know what? He can't. He has to win, surely. I mean, because I can just see. I, I'm talking about here. I, I am talking about Madcap Moss now that I think sort of a little bit deeper. But the thing is, man, I can see Vince looking at him come Sunday and deeper. being like, ah, he looks like a jobber. He doesn't look and then like he gets a job. Lost. He looks like a million bucks. The guy, the, the guy's. I look, mean, he's he's, he's built small. like a Greek god, but those friggin' MMA shorts or whatever the fuck he's going for, I don't know, man. You need to change it up a little bit. Well, they can they can change his clothes. <laughs> he's, he's he still looks like he's carved out of stone. Yeah, true. That's true. I'll give him that. All right, fuck it. You convince me. I'll go Madcap Moss. I mean, uh, yeah, Madcap Moss definitely. All right, let's move on. Two. Oh wait, is this match even happening? It's probably no. not even a thing anymore. So what's happening now with the Usos and Hell in the Cell? Does, is there any news? As far as I know, that there is no match, and if there was going to be one added with Nakamura, that's certainly off the table now. Yeah. So, uh, fuck. That's interesting. Who I mean, could Riddle possibly check bring? Twitter, if, see if there's any breaking news, but I, I, I mean, I certainly haven't heard about anything. Neither have I, and I did sort of have a quick sort of look and i've seen nothing i don't think we'll really find out anything because it is pretty late in your neck of the woods for really any news to come out so i think we'll know more by tomorrow morning but i guess i can see something where the surely the usos are going to be part of this 
and surely maybe Riddle will bring fucking someone probably very expected. Maybe it's RVD and fucking RK dudes, they can call themselves. I mean, or just uh, the fucking dope heads. And I'm not talking about heroin or any that type of dope. I'm talking about weed. I mean, I would think it'd be more likely that he would bring Cesaro in, who's like, you know, everyone's perfect tag team yeah. partner. But um, I, 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 I don't know that this is even on the – I'm not even sure this was supposed to be on the card. Well, where did this highlight come from? I think it was meant to be. I think they were planning towards it. But, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it never went there. But um, I don't know, man. They they got to be part of this event, surely, though. I mean, without the Usos or Riddle, for that matter, I mean, it'd be pretty weird. But then again, we are getting them every fucking week. So who the fuck knows? I don't know. Really, I don't care because I've seen enough of this shit. I'm not but seeing any we'll breaking see. news. Yeah, there really isn't anything going on, man. Like, I think by tomorrow morning, okay. like, there'll be some more news. We'll see anyway. Well, and we'll cover it during we'll cover the In Your House review if, if, if there's something that breaks and supplement. What time is In Your House on, actually? Is it 8 p.m. start? I have no clue. Uh, I don't know. Probably 7. Okay. Well, anyway, let's move on to the next matchup between the Bullet Club and Liv Morgan versus judgmental fucking motherfuckers, judgment, judgment Day, which is Edge, Rhea Ripley, and Punishment Martinez, a.k.a. Damien Priest. Um, I guess Judgment Day, surely, and Liv Morgan eats the pin. Yeah, I think that's the most likely scenario. I think we're going to see the next member of Judgment Day, and I think it would be hysterical if they called him Punishment Martinez. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be uh, Donovan Dijak or Dijakovic, whatever they call him. But, uh, Donovan Dickhead? I can't yeah. stand that guy, man. I don't uh, well, care how big he is. Maybe it's because he's Croatian and he's got a bit of a square head. You know, he's, we call him he's an odd-looking fella. But he's a, listen, the only reason I think it's him is because if you look up and down the roster, who else isn't doing anything but they haven't released them after releasing 200 other people? So, I mean, they, they hmm. have to have something in mind for him. So what else is there? Yeah, I guess you're right. I just release him already. That's what I would do, but that's just me. Um. Anyway, let's move on to big Bobby Lashley against even bigger Omos with MVP in his corner. Um, Omos, I think, gets the win this time. He really should, but you know what? Um, my entire life is based on being pro Smashley, so I'm going to go uh -huh. with Lashley. Somehow, I mean, in a, in a cage, two versus one, the heels should win. I'm still going to go with my dream that something happens where they do all reunite and they reform the Hurt Business altogether without Cedric. Um, but yeah, you know, without I'm, Cedric, definitely. I'm, I'm going to go with Lashley. I think that they need the top face before more than they need a top heel. You can always turn a giant on. Yeah, but almost can't afford to take another L, dude. Not a guy that's billed as sinful three, whatever the fuck he is. Well, it's supposed to be the colossus of he, WWE, Jeff. He, he can if it's because of a Cedric fuck-up or an MVP fuck-up or or ah. Lashley gets MVP's walking stick. And I mean, he, there's ways to protect him. And listen, when you're seven foot three, you can take losses because, I mean, how many times do they do with really? the big really? or whatever? Yeah, but the big show is one big dope. Let's be honest, man. Always was, always has been. 
What, what, Just saying. What, what makes you so sure he's this guy's not a big dope either? I have no idea. All I'm saying <laughs> is when you're that big, they can turn you on. They can turn you off. They can make you a ca comedy character. They can make you a scary monster. You can do whatever you want with a seven foot three person. Because they're seven foot three. You can believe them. You can always believe that that, that they can kick it into the next gear. That, 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 that's the extent of my argument. I just, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, the heels should win. The, the the odds are there, and he's the young guy, and Bobby's the old guy. But I think they need a face and a star, and I think that Bobby acquitted himself well when, when he's, during his two championship runs, his second one was too short. And I, I think that uh, I think that if they're worried about Roman, uh, you know, his part-timeness and, and, you know, people are sort of tired of Brock, I think Lashley can carry you for – three quarters of a year to a year. I'm not going to lie, Jeff. At this point, I actually can't wait for fucking Brock to return. And what's with the background? See that? I mean, uh, people are going to say, conspiracy, look. You know how they say, look, they showed the World Trade Center getting blown up before it even happened. Is that the World look, Trade it's, Center? It's, no, 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 it's not. But it does look like the Empire State Building kind of right there. Or, yeah, or am I, I seeing things? I think it's the Sears Tower. It could be that. Either way, it, buildings are on fire in New York. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, the Sears Tower is in Chicago. Oh, yeah, it's in oh. Chicago. You're right. You're definitely right. It is in Chicago. It's not the Freedom Tower. I mean, it's either the Sears Tower or the Hancock Building. Because they both sort of look the same, but I think it's oh, the Sears Tower. Hancock, huh? John Hancock. <laughs> Johnny not, Hancock. Not, not, not Miss Hancock. Not Johnny. <laughs> Miss Hancock was very, very nice. Very nice. A.K.A. Stacey Keebler. Remember those mm -hmm. dances, Jeff? Very, she very, very nice. She used to be a, quote, dancer, end quote, here in Baltimore. She was at Gales of Memories. Really? Yeah. Damn. Damn. Well, she was. She had the best legs in professional wrestling, in my opinion. Well, that's, that's how she got into it. When the wrestlers came here, they saw her and appreciated it, and they brought her into WCW as a Nitro girl. Oh, wow. They did the right thing. Anyway, let's move on to sure. the role. Into, into dating George Clooney. <laughs> right, lucky George, not lucky her, lucky George. But unfortunately, they I mean, screwed really, up. They were together for a few more for a few years, though. Lucky her too. I mean, listen, I, I'm not oh, saying this well, but I mean, George Clooney is one of the most respected, richest people, in, you know, in in that industry. Um, uh, you know that 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 was that was a from the world of professional wrestling to George Clooney is an unheard of upgrade. That's true, but come on, man, it's Stacey Keebler. I mean, she's. She's naturally just gorgeous, bro. Well, There's she was. I don't know about lots now. Lots of gorgeous women in the world, especially in George Clooney. I know. Especially but she stood out. In George Clooney's world. I mean, listen, the only oh, other God. people who, who made it that big from that big wrestling are Cena and The Rock. Oh, God. No, no. That's who made it that big. Just saying. <laughs> you are wrestling. You're going to make wrestle cringe. This whole show is going to make wrestle cringe. <laughs> oh, this Come match, on, man. You love it. Bianca retains. Bianca, yeah, yeah, of course. Bianca does retain. And um, I think that's it. Are we missing any other matches, Jeff? I'm sure not missing any. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure not missing any either, I, I believe. they're going to give us a nice, another nice short three-hour show with a pre-show we don't even have to watch. It's not going to be a pre-show match. I'm not even going to watch the pre-show. That, that, that works for me, dude, because fuck watching a WWE pre-show at this point. No chance. Yeah. Two, no, I mean, two, two hours, 45, perfect. They're going to give you all the same shit during during the pay-per-view, which I don't I don't understand why they do it. I don't understand why AEW adopted that. Once you bought the pay-per-view, you're already there. I mean, it 
it now makes a little bit of sense for WWE because people aren't buying a pay-per-view. They're tuning into Peacock. So maybe if you're not a regular fan, it's going to keep you, intrigue you. So perversely, it almost now makes a little sense. But that's not why they're doing it. They've been doing this for years. And AEW does the same thing. I mean, it's it's dopey. We don't need the hype packages when we've already paid for the fucking show. It's not like, hey. if I don't get a hype package, I'm going to throw away the other $37. <laughs> I've got enough out of this. Point. It's true. It's it's very true. Especially yeah, well, in five and a half hour show, Mister Khan, we don't. We, you you could carve out twenty five minutes just that way. God damn it! And, and yeah, and did you see the way he justifies why the fucking show was so long? I mean, I saw every second of it. I I, I don't understand. Me too. Unfortunately, right. And and he and he bought an extra hour so Martha Hart can go on. Okay, you don't need to buy an extra hour. She drained cut it. Out, too. Cut out the Roosh thing. Cuts, cut a oh, that was cool. That was cool. I like that, man. It was, but it could have been on Dynamite or Rampage. It wasn't important. They added Fair nothing point. to the pay per view except time and the recap right. packages and the interview with Team Taz afterwards, or who not Team with Scorpio Sky afterwards. They didn't need to do that that promo uh, promoting Dante Martin's match because actually, now I think about, it, I think that was during Double or Nothing too. I mean, none of that yeah. added anything to the paper. Actually, was no, you're I mean, right. So we could have eased, we could we have just found probably thirty minutes to cut without actually cutting the matches and and believe me, plenty of these matches could have been cut entirely or at least cut in time. Well, you spot on, and we had the same gripes on our end as well. I mean, everybody did. I think everybody did, right? Exactly, everybody did. But even TK if you love the Batman, you thought it was too long. Even if you love this pay per view, you thought it was too long. And people fucking loved it, Jeff. They ate it all up, all five and a half hours of it. They really do. I mean, th these AEW marked hards are loyal, man. I think they're. I don't think that they really loved it. I, I, I think that. I think that maybe they convinced themselves they really loved the last you one. Think so? I think they loved some. I mean, I think that they loved that CM Punk won the won the oh, world championship. Yeah. I they're think that they. I mean, there were things. There was great on this show. There was good on this yeah. show. There was bad on this show, and there was also weird on this show. I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying the show was without merit. It's just it was two pay per views. But um, so I'm sure things. But I don't think. I, I mean, I think everyone recognizes it was too long, and there were matches that well, didn't need to be there. Can I ask you though, Jeff? On what level of weirdness? On what level of metony is weird? <laughs> just saying. <sighs> I mean, is that is it is it metony weird? Or is it Brian Pillman Jr. weird? <laughs> That's a tough one. Look at it again. I mean, seriously. Well, I, I, I'm not even sure how to differentiate the two. I mean, I think it's the, it's, it's almost the <laughs> same side of, 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 or different sides of the same coin. Um, I'm going to say that nothing was quite that weird, but the Martha Hart Easter dress, Tony Khan, awkward hugging, the faces both oh. smiling there was close to the right Pillman half of that photo. Unfortunately for TK, I know he loves winning things, you know, Booker of the Year and all that. He just missed out on the weirdness. The Sky, thanks to Brian Pillman. The Sky Guevara match maybe is the next runner-up for that. Yeah, and, and the fact that Paige Van Zandt looking like, like a mummy in the middle of that match was kind of weird too, bro. Yeah. There were things that I ever think they were weird, but no weirder <laughs> than your normal AEW. I mean, Chris Statlander, True. you know, giving the promo That's of her weird. life two nights earlier, saying basically AEW originals are, are losing their spots to WWE 
ears. And who does she welcome into to her team? Athena. I mean, Ember Moon. Come on. That's fucking weird, bro. There's no continuity manager. They just <laughs> no. let people go the. And if you see a promo like that, that's so great in the reaction, change the story. You could you could get Athena in here in a million different ways. Yeah, literally a million different ways. But no, she had to go through an absolute battle on Rampage just this evening. So against a nobody like Kiera Hogan. But uh, that yeah, ass, yeah, though, right. I'm just saying. Yeah, 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 I, know. <laughs> well, I, feel, I feel like it's, it's only, we just talked about this only an hour ago. Yeah, well, <laughs> an hour and a half ago, to be precise, Jeff. Are we doing in-your-house predictions also? Oh, shit. Thank you for reminding me. Why not, Al? I mean, we might as well give the fans what they want. I mean, shit, they want in-your-house. They shall get in-your-house. But you know what? Continue talking for the time being while I get the card up. Um, is it? Any, is It's been a kind of pretty slow news week, really, other than MJF, obviously, you blew up the internet, and now CM um. Punk. Is there been any other significant sort of things going on right now? Well, on SmackDown, we learned that uh, Lacey Evans, her Raw oh, debut has been canceled and she's being forgot. moved back to SmackDown and probably as a heel. Um, Jay White and... Go away. No, I wanted Morrissey to get fired both, now. Yeah, they both departed Impact Wrestling. So uh, uh, you, another you, week... You departed? Impact, yeah. Will you, w. Morrissey, Bacass, and Jay White. Is oh, there. Yes. Does that mean he's going to come into AEW and become the number one Jabber? Well, he, he's under contract with New Japan. I mean, he's in about year two of a four-year contract. But, yeah, he'll probably True. do some stuff with AEW until he's needed in Japan. Um, Sammy and Ty got engaged about seven months after he yes. broke off his last engagement. He looked so, very good. They both looked great, actually. I mean, shit. They're, they're very good looking. Their divorce is very, very sad. Oh, it's going to be messy. And no Ring of Honor is rumored to be having the Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view September 23rd. So that's some news. Really? We did hear news that Stokely Hathaway or Malcolm Bivens turned down a $250,000 a year contract with WWE. So what a I don't mark. know. Yeah, well, you know, he, he he may not mind working one or two days a week and, and doing maybe he really wants to pursue comedy or other things. So we'll see. Well, come on, Samoa dude. He's working one day a week, though, dude. Let's be real. Come on. Right. Samoa Joe, um, the injury angle was on purpose because apparently got an acting gig in an animated film, which apparently is a is a not just like a regular cartoon like Anthony Mackie, who's on Peacock no less, which is interesting, yeah. Jeff. Right, uh, which begs to differ. If you knew that he was up for this role, why would you put the Ring of Honor TV champ? Obviously, they don't care about Ring of Honor, right? Sam Shaw, yeah. Dexter Loomis, uh, he's going to make ah, his NWA. debut yep, in NWA. Very exciting. Um, there's been rumors that Thunder Rosa is frustrated with a lack of TV time, but then they said, no, she just wasn't oh, feeling well. She had a tummy ache, which, of course, welcomed in all the what, talk of rags? commercials. Um, <laughs> Matt Hardy said that, uh, that Jeff doesn't remember any of the Double or Nothing match. I don't know why you would. I, wonder. I, don't, know, I don't know why. Jeff lets Matt do any talking for him. He never does him any favors. He doesn't give a fuck, bro. Like yeah. straight up, like I don't think Jeff gives a shit anymore at this point. He just he's just there, man. He's just I don't know. I don't know what to think about. I don't know what to think of Jeff Hardy anymore, man. He just doesn't give a shit. Straight up. I, I don't think his mind is scrambled enough to be able to give a shit or not give a shit. I just think he's sort of pushed. You just put him someplace and tell him to do something he does it. 
Um, The big news of today is that CM Punk seems to be legitimately injured. He has something broken in his foot, it appears. He's going to need surgery. So they're not stripping him of the title. They are going to have a battle royal to find a co-number one contender to to have a match with John Moxley, who's getting a pass right into the into this number one contender match, uh, and whoever wins the battle royal and the contest between that winner and John Moxley will be the interim world's champion because they're not stripping CM Punk of it because that worked so well with the TNT championship match. Um, there was also rumors that Adam Page was going to be facing Okada at Forbidden Door. And apparently that has been debunked. I don't know if it's if they're just trying to hide it for reasons or if it was just one of uh, suggested matches and someone saw it on a piece of paper or whatever. But anyway, they're saying that match is not on at present. Also, in an omission that very few people are talking about, but I'm talking about a lot, a lot is that remember Tony Khan said that after dynamite that the discovery execs were going to have a big party for them in la and they they really want to get to know everyone from aw and they were throwing them a giant party in hollywood haven't heard I anything they went it. home <laughs> no instagram no photos no, no no poses no no executive shaking hands with tony khan no one you know being so happy to meet jungle boy or meet a 65 million year old guy nothing huh. so i'm thinking maybe that party didn't happen and maybe it was never scheduled Maybe they were turned off by the cursing and, and the what? Who knows? Who knows? But it's the same Discovery executives said we want PG on TV, and they very much got a hard R. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if they would be as impressed by those things as wrestling fans would or Tony Khan would. Um, who knows? All I know is that we saw nothing about that party afterwards, and nobody's talking about the absence of it despite hearing about it a lot. By the way, double or nothing estimated buys are not estimated to be anywhere near record. They're estimated by SE Scoops anyway. I don't know where they got the information to be at it between 150 and 155,000, which is not bad at all, but it's not a record by any stretch. It's not even an AEW record. The first one pay per view in the summer did 205,000, and they've sort of gone down since then, though. This would be five or 10,000 more than uh, the last show, which is about 145,000. Well, not according to TK. I mean, he's I, I, can't, I can't get over how how delusional he truly is, man. It it's it's crazy. He's got issues, dude. Legitly, he sure does. And there's been a lot of criticism about the MJF promo that it was too real, and also that he wasn't supposed oh, to come get on. How can you complain about the fact that people are compl- really? I, I'm not the one complaining, but I heard Jim Cornette. I heard Brian Alvarez. I heard what? Dave Meltzer. I haven't heard Corny yet. Really? And, you know, wow. what Brian Alvarez said is, listen, he thought the delivery was great. He enjoyed the promo. But, you know, don't call him old and out of touch because every time a heel cuts this kind of promo where the crowd gets behind them, it never works. They lose their heel heat because the, once the crowd cheers you, they cheer you. Um, right. So he said never in history has it worked. And he said, you know. Everyone talks about the pipe pipe bomb being legendary. It was legendary, but you know it's not like viewership or anything went up. It's not like CM Punk became a bigger star after the pipe bomb. It, it, not at it all. It was a moment, and that was that. Can I ask you something? Would it be wouldn't it have been better before we get into the Indian House predictions if Brian Pillman Jr. showed something like this of his mother? Um, 
Yes. I mean, almost <laughs> anything would have been better, but there are better I mean, pictures. I mean, check out that mouth, dude. That's a myth mouthy by a solon. I don't know, but whatever it is, it's not inappropriate. It's not a flattering picture, but it's not inappropriate. Well, well it's not as inappropriate as this one, though, Jeff. Correct. I mean, seriously. Well, anyway, enough of me. I, I mean, listen, I mean, if those were the only two choices, I might have gone with the booby picture also. Yeah, maybe I agree. I mean, she's not my mama, so I'll go with the booby one. That's for listen, sure. If, if, <laughs> if the level between retarded and not retarded is an IQ level of 72, Brian Pillman is maybe a 72.1. Maybe. That's pushing it, man. Exactly. That's, that's being very generous of you, actually, Jeff. Too yeah. generous. Yeah, he's, anyway. he's exactly one-tenth of a point above Flip Gordon. <laughs> oh, that's pretty dumb. I mean, anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's move on to the NXT predictions, the in your house predictions to be. You might be dumb, but you flip Gordon, though. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, pal. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. It is Bron breaking my neck right now at this point versus Joe Gacy. Obviously, Bron Breaker gets the win here, surely. Yeah, I, I mean, the only way he couldn't is if the robes came off those druids and it was Rick and Scott Steiner and they turned on poor poor Braun. But no, this is this is ridiculous. They, can, they can't keep hot potatoing this this title. And not only is Joe Gacy getting old, not only don't I care who the druids are, because they're not going to be anyone. They're going to be people from the performance center that nobody, you know, it's going to be like the, the two, you know, goombas that are with Tony D'Angelo, you know, that, you know, only real students of NXT would know. But Ron Breaker to me is so one note. He can't act. He is, you know, he's a, he's a pretty good wrestler, and but he he's he's not. He's like, Rick Steiner, in other words. No, he's not even Rick Steiner. At least had the personality of being the, the goofball. He might have been what? like Rick woof, Steiner. Woof, woof, woof! Come on, dude. He might be like 1987 Rick Steiner when he was tag team. He was woof. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Rick Steiner is not Scott Steiner, though. Let's be real. Well, but Scott Steiner wasn't Scott Steiner until he became true. Big Papa Pump. Big Papa Pump. That, 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 that's also true. I mean, that that's a fair point. Uh, well, look, I think the, the all the momentum with Braun, Bake, uh, Braun Breaker has totally gone. Like, he's, he, it's, he's gone ice cold right, right now at this point. They've cooled him down. I, I actually think, what do you do with him at this point, man? Do you? Keep him in NXT. Is he ready? He's not really ready to be on the main roster, but like he's what definitely can not you ready. He didn't get much of a reaction from the crowd, and they fuck things up when they when they didn't when they had Dolph Ziggler win the match. Uh, oh, that was weekend atrocious. In front of a crowd. That that's it should have been the pre-show match. He should have won in front of like fifty thousand people because everyone wants to have been in the stadium yet, and and. And his father should have come in and, and hugged him in front of everyone. That he should have gotten that WrestleMania moment. And then people on the main, you know, who watched only the main product would know who he was. And then when he showed up on Raw, they might have been interested. Um, I don't know what to do to heat him back up because I think he's revealed his his acting abilities to stink. Um, uh -huh. Maybe he should put a mask on and get a manager. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. And what do you call him? The dog face gremlin? Woof, woof. The no face gremlin. Ah, nice. Absolutely. The no-face gremlin. I like it. I like it a lot, as a matter of fact. And, you know, I just realized something, Jeff. It fucking slipped my friggin' mind. Can you believe that? Get him Electro Lopez. <laughs> Maybe. But I think we... I'm sorry, go ahead. Did, 
I've got to go back to Hell in the Cell for a moment because did we talk about this? No, we didn't. We didn't. I just saw it. So I, I actually want to say quickly, sorry to go backwards, but I had to say it. I sure. think uh, Ezekiel will win this match. That That is the prevailing wisdom. I think that somehow, some way, Kevin Owens is going to win through. I think what he's going to do is he's going to pull out a In guitar Owens? like Elias's guitar and he's ah, going to hit Ezekiel ah. over the head with it. That, that's is it possible we get Ezekiel or Elias <clears throat> right joining the male models, whatever the fuck uh, uh, Max Dupree modeling no, agency is called because ezekiel's already working but if you actually mean elias elias is not that's what i said good, i said elias elias is not nearly as good looking as as ezekiel elias was sort of like oh, no way magnum had a, i mean had, nah. a, had a unkempt beard stringy hair no i mean no his brother's much better looking oh absolutely i mean check out those that face and you know those acne scars all over it i mean that just, makes him, that just makes so him sexy. That just makes him relatable. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But let's get back to NXT. Ugh. And, yeah, who's going over, Jeff? I who think are these guys, as a matter of fact? I don't even know who the fuck these guys are, man. That's Fabio Jr. and Legolas the Elf. Um, okay. It, pretty deadly, I think, retains because the Creed oh, brothers deadly, they picked right. out of Diamond Mine. There's going to be some chicanery some miscommunications between diamond mine and and a faction that nobody cares about is going to get less interesting um so yeah pretty deadly retains and this makes me doesn't make me happy but i've gotten less interested in the creep they've cooled if you talk about Braun breaker cooling off they've completely cooled off they've lost all of their their effect but i i hate pretty pretty deadly offends me there's nothing interesting about why are they called pretty deadly when they look like Fucking 80s fucking rock ballad fucking rock stars. Well, that's sort of the point. They they think that they are pretty, but they are also deadly. But listen, if they had those same heads and had, you know, I, I don't know, Robert Lewis or something. Oh, yeah, true. The Body you know, Donners in 2022. Yeah, then, then, then I could get with the gimmick, but they're, they're, their physiques suck. They're not, they don't look intimidating at all. They're like, it's like Sam Houston and Kendall Wyndham. Oh, boy. Sam Houston. Jake the Snake's fucking brother are you talking about? Half-brother. Oh, sorry. That's right. Half-brother. And I'm sure they're probably uh, really brothers, too, in, in many ways. Or they could oh, be his stop. uncle for you, know. I'm just no, saying. These are not mutually exclusive things. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, I'll go with Pretty Deadly as well, retaining their NXT World Tag Team Championships. Speaking of deadly... I'm already got. Uh, we got to the moon versus yeah. Carmelo Hayes. I'm going with Carmelo, dude, to become your once again North American champion. I agree. He's so cooled off. He he needs he the belt back. And he's cooled off Ryan. bad, dude. Everyone bad. on NXT has, but he was hot. Like, he was a star. Now he, he just was. feels like everyone else. Give him back his belt. Cameron Grimes is is just a he's just a player coach there. He's 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 basically NXT natty. Yeah, send him back to Impact Wrestling for crying out loud. I'm sick of him. Anyway, it is what it is. Fuck, this card sucks. We get Legado del Fantasma against fucking the the Italian boys in Tony D'Angelo, the real Don Tony. And who the fuck are these other two geezers? One of theirs' name is Lorenzo. The other's name is Donovan. Stacks and one, one. Well, one definitely looks like a Donovan. 
and the other one does not look like a Lorenzo, just quietly. Yeah, yeah. Um, these are the two least Italian-looking guys they could find. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And talk about, like, Irish kind of white guys type of look. That's what they look like, dude. They, they should have put these guys in Imperium. Yeah, actually, you're probably right because the guy there, um, in the, is that Donovan in the middle? No fucking clue which one is which. Oh, well, neither do I. I don't have a fucking clue. He could pass as an Imperium member, definitely. All I know is that whoever wins, whatever it is, the story going forward is that Electra Lopez is going to slowly fall in love with Tony D'Angelo. I don't know. Uh, but, I, but I think that Tony D has not to bad, win. but Well, I mean, I think that's going to be a story. So no, whatever not happens. as good as Metheny, <laughs> just quietly, just quietly. But, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. What Thank else you for making me look less bad. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going <laughs> to go know with me. Tony D's crew, um, just because. The Tony uh, Big D's. Just because Santos won the last one, uh, and I think that at some point Santos Escobar has to be moved up to the main roster, if if for nothing else, just because it's like a mash unit up there, and he's good enough. All of them are good enough. I think the whole group is good enough yeah, to actually but, go but up But the there. other guys, they're too small. They're, they're they're too small for the main roster. Come on, Santos Escobar is like two foot nothing, dude. Really, I know he is, and he looks and he's twice as big as the other two guys. But he does have a lot of charisma, and he's a great worker in the ring, and yeah. he can actually talk too. He's actually a decent talker, so you're right. But he's still fucking two foot. He's pretty much a Mexican jumping bean, dude. He's he's bigger than Ali, not a lot, but he's bigger than Ali. <laughs> oh, that's pushing it. I mean, yeah. He's got a better body than Ali, that's for sure. Whether he's taller, I'm not quite sure. That kind of rhymed, actually, Jeff. But, um, well, anyway, I am a fan of Santos Escobar. I am missing a female match, aren't I? A women's match at this point. I don't really even uh, care. Toxic Isn't it Jiggy Dolan? The Ver- they, right. they, they all have matches. Uh, Wendy Chu is going to lose to Mandy Rose. And Toxic Attraction, the tag team, is facing K&K Dance Factory and Caden Carter and Katana Chance, formerly Casey Catanzaro. Um, I see no reason for Toxic Attraction not to continue to win everything. I will tell you that Steve agrees with me on Mandy, but thinks that the K&K Dance Factory, which is a name I've made up, they don't use it, um, will win because they've been there doing nothing and, and and it's their time. And Honestly, I don't care enough. I, it makes a certain amount of sense, but I think the Toxic Attraction is pretty much the only act that's been working there, aside from Sangha, who is absolutely the best thing going there. Hey, well, I can tell Gigi Dolan actually gets you sweating, Jeff. You look like you're absolutely boiling right now, man. Is it that hot over there in Baltimore? Um, listen, if it was a fuck, marry, kill, I would kill JC Jane. I would fuck Gigi <laughs> Dolan, but I would absolutely marry Mandy Rose. Or... So you're 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 misunderstanding who I'm sweating over. You're sweating over fucking Metheny. That's what it is, bro. I'm sweating over wrestling. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, is that it? I think that covers the card, right? I sure as shit hope so. Yeah, me too. Because I think we're gonna call this a fucking night because it's not, it's dark even where I am. Look how dark it is over here, and I'm sure I mean, it's very dark where you are. The roof so is insane. Dude, get the air conditioning on. Get the AC on, bro. Why are you it doing this to yourself? This oh, you're kidding. Oh, boy. All right, let's just end this right now because I feel bad for you. So, Jeff, tell them where they can find you. Obviously, not in that room. Uh, being ashamed <laughs> and banished. Uh, because of what I've said about... Uh, We're uh, dead. We're uh, hell. We're going to hell. 
Um, you can find me here. You can find me at Hami Media Group. You can find me at the Wrestling Soup Network. You can find me at, at Mark Media. My wrestling podcast with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena is Hamilark Hangover. I'm a sometimes co-host of many shows that involve Jimmy T. Uh, follow him and you'll be able to uh, find me there. Uh, my non-wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom, is Esoterica. Uh, religion, philosophy, theosophy, things that go bump in the night, history, some pop culture, and Garden Views is more of a uh, topical issue, often with a legal bent, and a continuing theme has been we're trying to extrapolate the laws of man, Earth, in the United States to what might be the emerging body of the law of space. Wow, interesting, very good, very nice. You can also find all these shows right here on the PwC Network. And if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and also at DJ Mass Effects. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWC Network.podbean.com. Also, like and subscribe at channelattitude.com, where for only $5, you can get me and Jeff on various shows, including Uncaged, The Blow Off, and whatnot, and also at HamimediaGroup.com. Am I forgetting anyone? I don't think so. I mean, I'm surprised I even remember this much at this point. But in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's evil dose, Dr. Jeff Lippman. And he's very evil because he's made me evil now. I was sometimes nice, but he's evil. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, that's the problem. I got too far in and now I'm going to hell. So in saying that. Get out. Yeah, can't get out. Because let me out for Christ's sake, Jeff. Don't let me in. You shouldn't have let me in. Anyway. See you later, see you in hell, and we'll see you for the In Your House review show tomorrow night and also the next night on Sunday for your Hell in the Cell review show. Peace. Satan, Jesus, let's go. Stay at home, my friends. rattled from the shock. When they leave it in the box, it's enough to call a medical yacht. Stop, watch, get a lock when I rock. Let them all just hop the block. Better save your name. Put your kitties on now, the snake and bad as code for stranger days. Man, stealing some faith. But they never call the cops. Next presidential with a blast. Strange bird, never had my own fly. Miami where the bases drop. And the red lights blink, but you just don't stop. Gotta get that quap, gotta raise them crops. She popped that top and the cat is lazy. Well, this rap pack is quite flavored. Sammy Davis in a manger. Drinking again is killing the faith in her. Singing and slinging into her labia. Kick drums humming, slaving ya. Split crumbs up, we're baking ya. See, this one's cut your steak and Sick mix up of unstable time. Feeling the vibe. Whipping the steaming wheel of this car that I drive. They wanna see our demise. They got the greenest of Yeah.
VWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. This is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart. Never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Yo, <laughs> 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 